Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Once again, Midflight Brawl is brought to you by our good mates at Heaps Normal, delicious, independent, world award-winning, non-alcoholic beer. Had one on the weekend. I was at the Good Chat Comedy Club. I reckon... About the best club in Australia now. They've worked so hard to get that place pumping, and it's great. Yep. And some punters there were drinking this stuff. Like, oh, well, it's working. Nice one. You know who? You know who's not paying us for an ad? Good chat, so they can fuck off. No, yeah, we right. do love them. <laughs> <laughs> they, I think they may have been bloody ground zero for heaps normal up in Queensland. Yeah, they're up. They there. got on board early. Yeah. That was the bloody the scam demi. They were on board. Good on them. Good on Australia. Good on Brisbane. Backs <laughs> against the wall. Have a heaps. But. If you want to get yourself a Heaps Normal, you know what to do. Heapsnormal.com. Chuck in duty free at checkout. Man, get their new Coffee Run Stout, a non-alcoholic stout that is bloody beautiful. Round uh, out your winter. That's the one. Duty free at checkout for free shipping around Australia. Mm. Hey, I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. Throughout human history, there have been countless scuffles, melees and fracasses. When planes were invented, we didn't magically just stop belting the shit out of each other. So ladies and gentlemen, strap in, kick your shoes off, recline your seat without checking, drink your duty free and start staring aggressively at strangers. This is Midflight Brawl. Midair Madness, passengers trading blows. Midair Brawl on board a scoot flight from the Gulf. At LAX, thrown off a flight from Bali. A disruptive passenger on board. Cussing, screaming, spitting, even urinating. Many of them have been captured on cell phones. Where's the lady that's not in the I hope this crashes. Out the fucking door! Welcome to Midflight Brawl. Any tip rat can fly now, and here's what happens when they do. I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. How you going, mate? Mate, pretty fantastic. One of our listeners uh, sent us a DM, slid into the DMs on Instagram with what could be my my favourite post ever. He said, a perfect race to debut land larrikins. And um, he sent me a post from Bob Catters underscore crocodile farm. Yeah. And it just says you can really name a horse race anything. And in Queanbeyan, race seven at Queanbeyan recently was a 900-meter race. Yeah. Maiden handicap. For horses. And the race was called. So, no, there must be shit out. But some of the other races were called like the Greg Burke, Burke Racing Maiden, Queanbeyan Leagues Club Plate, yep. Q Racing Leading Rider, blah, blah, blah. Uh, race number seven, though, 900 metres. We support Ben Robert Smith VC handicap. <laughs> <laughs> Not bad. You really can name a horse race anything. I told you, we had, we had the mid flight Brawl Cup back in 2020. Yeah. At uh, Albion Park Greyhounds. Yeah. I mean, it's not a bad place to advertise, actually. Like, you get, yeah. Did you, yeah, you get to present a trophy. It's, it's a good time. Good on them. Very clever. I'll have to do it again. We've spoken about this since episode one a night at the Greyhounds for mid flight yeah. brawl fans. <laughs> it's not a day at the races. It's a night at the Greyhounds. A night at the Greyhounds. Yeah. It's got a better Very ring different. to it. Much better. Yeah, I'd get around that. People knowing what they're about, it's not fucking white trash dressed up. Oh, no. Like in the birdcage at Melbourne Cup. 
I ended up at a tram full of those pricks a couple of weekends ago. You don't know yeah. if it's a real estate convention or the races have just come out. <laughs> it is not great. I don't like them. Not at all. How have you been, uh, mate? Uh, pretty good. Busy. This is a fairly rare time slot we're doing right now, 6 p.m. Mm. That is – I've never seen you at 6 p.m., I don't think, maybe no. ever. Got two children under the age of five. This is what yeah. they call witching hour. Mm. Um, but I took them out for a couple of hours this afternoon, which when a dad takes a kid out, you times it. I'd like to think it's worth five times as much time. Yeah, you get called a hero taking your kid. You used to, more so. Yeah. Take your kid to the dump. Everyone would say you're a bloody great dad. Yeah. Now I get up really early, work, come home while they're napping, work, uh, help cook dinner, and then work a bit. Then they go to bed and I work some more. Yeah. Then apologize for existing. Yep. Yeah. Beautiful. Brilliant. (laughs) Hey, before we get into the app, as you would have heard, during July, two months ago now, we did the, the Christmas in July. Mm-hmm. A lot of people – oh, sorry, 9-11 in July. A yeah. lot of our uh, Patreon subscribers there at patreon.com slash midflightbrawl sent in abuse messages for freeloaders. Yeah. Um, some of them were just abusing freeloaders in general. Some of them were – it was quite pointed, aimed at their friends and family members. I just got one yesterday. Now, we're recording this Monday, September 4th. Did you just see it yesterday or just arrived No, no, yesterday? no. Just a, got emailed to me yesterday for the mid-flight brawl email. Yeah. Um, so I'll just read it out. It's so far removed that this is – it's just someone that wants us to abuse his mate now. Does it come with an apology? Sorry, I'm two months late. Nothing like that. Just no, straight in. No, Excellent. not even a – it's just the subject is abuse. It's from Angus. Hey, Greg, you fucking stupid cunt. So, solid start. Mm-hmm. Hey, Greg, you fucking stupid cunt. How about you stop buying $90 bottles of Jamaican rum every week and drink Queensland diesel like the rest of us? Use them savings to support the boys in the pod that you so freely recommend. You won't even notice the difference since you dilute it with two litres of coke, you dumb prick. Grow up, buy Australian, and support our heroes. Cheers, AJ. <laughs> Cheers, AJ. Buy Australian. Queensland Diesel, followed with LA Ice. That's, is LA Ice Australian? I don't know if I've ever looked. Is that an Australian? Wouldn't, Can't be. Wouldn't have thought so. Well, I don't know. Never oh, know. geez. There's... Can you hear? That's the, that's the two-year-old in the background remembering what think. time it is. Uh, no, no clue. Apologies to it. anyone who can. Well, So much for you. these being fucking noise-cancelling headphones. Oh, okay. Well, I, mine, mine are switched on. I can't hear a bloody thing up here oh. in Sydney, so it's not loud enough. Uh, in other plane-related news, uh, I saw, and it's a it's a media beat-up. Obviously, this is years away, but um, some, pla- some airlines – uh, floating the idea of weighing passengers, well, and they're saying it's um, so they can balance the plane out. That's the original sort of uh, that's the company line. Yeah, but then um, yeah, I don't know. Some quite funny comments came with it. Oh yeah, the post. Yeah, so <laughs> uh, not that we dabble in that, but it, just relaying them can't get us on that. A few sort of what about the people who identify as skinny stuff like that. <laughs> oh yeah, great. <laughs> <laughs> How are they going to go and they get heavy tag put on them, that sort of thing? <laughs> that, and it's, that's it's pretty really, good. It is quite divisive. Like the people yeah. who, you know, are big and the people who um, have someone in their seat. Yeah. Pretty much. So I don't know. Tough one. Hmm. Pause for thought. Well, a couple of years ago, put up a video. You, well, you oh. sent me a video of you stuck. Yeah. Uh, were you in the middle seat or stuck up against no, the window? Against the window in the emergency. Someone in a middle seat who I don't think would have been able to assist. 
No. In case of an emergency. Absolutely not. Maybe they could have plugged the hole in the fuselage if something fucking... After I'd already <laughs> been ejected out the hole, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> we put a, a, the video up because they had a weeping wound. Yeah. And maybe I'll reshare it this week. Weeping wound that was touching your arm. Yeah. Horrendous. It's awful. Awful, the whole thing. And we put it up. It had, we said nothing about the weight of the person. You were squashed up against the window. Yeah, I was just going to say that. I don't recall doing any form of shaming. No, it was more the weeping wound mm. that could have easily been covered up with a jumper or something or, a, you know, a bit more bandage. Yeah. But people online split right down the middle. Yeah, I still think about that sometimes, how yeah. mad that is <laughs> that I'm not the victim there. I'm the perpetrator in that instance, yeah. which is fucking insane. <laughs> Given that there's got to be one and the other, that's the only thing we have now. Absolutely squashed against a wall right. while someone drips fucking arm pus on you. Yeah. And, you know, you're bullying. You're punching down. <laughs> what a time. I don't think, I, I wouldn't have thought, there was a time when you wouldn't be able to punch up harder than that. Yeah. Like that is, that is punching up hard, not down. I don't know. Brave new world, isn't it? Um, hey, also, live shows coming up this weekend. 4 p.m. September 9 in Sydney. That sold out ages ago. 2 p.m. We added a show. A few tickets left for that. And then 7 p.m. Nick Cody and Friends stand-up show. Uh, Watch me fucking not do as well as all my mates who are doing it every night while I'm trying to get credit for parenting. I'm worried about the gap in time then. What's going to happen between 5 p.m. and 7 p.m.? Yeah. What are you doing? You'll be sitting in Ken Sellers. I'm going to be funnier in my head. We'll see yeah, if that okay. translates to the stage. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll be louder. Each show, I'll be louder. Excellent. Can't wait. Hopefully, they've got some uh, heaps normals down at Kinsellis. Help a brother out. But we also just added Hobart. We're coming back to the Apple Isle. October 13, 5.30 p.m. There's a live mid-flight brawl. Uh, at Hobart Brewing Co. And then we've got two stand-up shows after that. Uh, Lonnie, we're very sorry. We wanted to do one on the Thursday night, mm. uh, but the the heads up, big comedy down there in Tassie thought you wouldn't be able to hack a Thursday night podcast. I don't know yeah. what the fuck's going on. Right. So wow. we'll, we'll come back early 2024. Yeah, we'll be back. Uh, got a bit more touring to announce soon. Hopefully, it'll coincide with podcasting, but we'll see. Um, live show on the horizon in another of Australia's big cities mm-hmm. in, I believe, November and uh, beyond. Um, we better get stuck into this, mate. Oh, yeah. Uh, got a bit to get through. It's a pretty good character today. I like him. Yeah. Before we do, though, um, each week, if we're down the line, you've got a Zoom history with a grim past. This house looks. Just looks like that's a fucking pretty big house, actually. It is a big house. Like a nice, again, I don't know if it's in England or if it's in America and they've tried to copy another. Well, funny you say that because it's New England, isn't it? Fuck, there you go. Even better. And the former resident (laughs) is in an even bigger house as we speak. Oh, the big house. The big house, yeah. Oh. (laughs) Uh, It's a... it's in uh, Boston. It's in Massachusetts. Um, yeah. Uh, waterside Mansion. Neighbours tried to kick this resident out when they discovered who was living there. Just tried to get get him removed. Wow. And the joint didn't work, obviously. Land of the free. Okay. Uh, now in jail. She is in jail. Oh. Uh, Jelaine? 
Is yep. Lane Maxwell? Oh, yes. oh, he's done it. It's the pronoun that got you over the line, wasn't it? 100%. Chicks need to commit more crimes, make that a bit harder. <laughs> yeah, it is uneven. Most of these houses that are behind me, blokes. So come on. Tell you what, though, I read on the ABC the other day, if you work in, uh, if you work in nursing and you're killing babies or the elderly mm. uh, with, with meds or just a pillow over the head, yep. almost exclusively women. Oh, same as poisoning kids for attention. But uh, <laughs> the dark arts. So sorry, ladies, some crimes you are <laughs> batting well above yeah. average. The, the sneakier ones, some may say. The sneakier ones <laughs> where you're harming people far weaker than you. You are doing quite well. <laughs> when it comes to street fights, yeah. against sometimes people bigger than you, not yeah. to be seen. The more boisterous crimes, we've got them covered, <laughs> I reckon. All right, All let's right. get stuck in. Do we get in? Yep. Let's do it. Woo! Okay. If you can cast your mind back, buddy, to Qantas Flight 163, September 24, 2015. Aren't they in a bit of trouble, old Qantas? Oh, yeah. Oh. And fair enough. Uh, oh, I'm not shedding any tears. No, don't. But he, he done, what's his name? Alan Joyce. Joycey. He doesn't yeah. really have to, like, nothing can happen to him. He's fine. Whatever. I don't have to do anything. Yeah, he's getting, apparently getting a nice old, uh, you know, nice old bonus on the way out. He's never not got a nice bonus. Yeah. Why would this be any different? This is a flight from Sydney to Wellington, New Zealand. Oh, nice. And uh, this is a very- Rare. Yeah. It's fairly rare. Yeah. Trans-Tasman Qantas, mm. rare. I think we had that Nan, the Nan that kicked off on one a little while back. Yeah, she'd done a hop step. She'd done a bit of hopscotch. Yeah. Perth, Melbourne, New Zealand. <laughs> yeah. So the damage was done on over the red soil. <laughs> Perth to Melbourne. Yeah. Uh, this is the very day, September 4, 2015, for anyone interested, of the Mina Crush. There was a stampede on the way to Mecca. Oh. Remember? Killing over 2,000 pilgrims. That'd be galling, wouldn't it? Oh. Like a, you know, a collision of the... of. Of a bunch of them who'd already thrown stones at the stones at the devil, and another bunch on their way to do so at the bridge. Bing bang boom, bad time had by all. Mm. So, I mean, the one thing you got to do in your life, get to you know, you don't even make it the day that day. Oof, pretty grim. I've been involved in it. You've been, no, in a crowd crush, in a rush like that. No, yeah, yeah. It sounds fucking terrifying. terrifying. You know, I've been at the footy where there's a hundred and you know, 100,000 or whatever. Yeah. And people are moving quick, but at no point is anyone getting trampled. Yeah. I assume you've, you've, you have you've would have been in there every year, Boxing Day sales at Meyer, wouldn't you? The- oh, at the undies table. Yeah. <laughs> That's more me crushing people. Not. <laughs> no, it's more. It was, um, I mean, I've been in a few, like oh, a long time ago, those outdoor concerts when they're a little less regulated, like crowds. Yeah. It was mosh pity. They're fucking terrifying. You've got to get out of there. You're fighting. To get out, getting beaten up, you don't want to go down in that. I I get concerts and uh, sporting events because people are maggot, mm. so you know they get spooked and then it's all over. But Mecca and Boxing Day sales, I reckon, largely sober. Or so why that? Why aren't clearer heads prevailing? Yeah, I don't know. Once once someone starts, it takes one person to push, then it's on. Yeah, I was at a football match in 
Zimbabwe and there was a tennis fence, everyone getting out, full tennis fence outside the ground and one gate open oh. and a bit of a charge on and I got spat out, thank fuck, because it was a bit <laughs> of a, it's a, like, you know, textbook bottleneck and I was near the front so I was getting pushed. I got out and didn't look back and ran uh, <laughs> away from what I'd caused. <laughs> Yeah, and a lot of your stories have uh, you sprinting at the end. <laughs> yeah. Well, all good stories end with a bit of a run. <laughs> a backwards glance at a run. It's the end of most good things. Um, New Zealand, though, a bit, I don't know, a bit sick of them. I've always thought they're cute and whatever. Well, there's always that. And uh, we embrace them. In fact, in our game, like white New Zealanders are a diversity oh. demographic now, aren't they? Oh, mate, you know? I think it's Channel 10. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, they're kooky. That'll do. We don't want to go too far. on the. We'll have a white New Zealander. That's cute. No, you know what I, I think it is, is um, the English don't want to fly out anymore. It's too expensive. Yeah, okay. They've gone, where are some other wacky whites? Yeah. Stopping Off short of New Zealand. employing some uh, new Australian one. Not that I want to be. I'm not <laughs> making a ploy. I don't care. But, you know, there are plenty who'd love that work and they're very very capable anyway they fucking they openly hate australians though kiwis forgetting how insignificant we all are especially them most of that's over rugby and shit which no one in the rest of the world pretty much or australia for that matter gives a shit about Mm. yeah for this this century haven't even heard haven't even had a conversation about rugby couldn't care no one cares you try meeting one in a pub though and see if they don't mention something like we beat you last year you go did you (laughs) Well done. I don't know what are we talking about. I assume rugby by your accent, but don't give a fuck. Crazy talk. Yeah, it'd be um, like us bragging about V8 supercars. I don't think anyone yeah. else really thinks about it. Oh, yeah. I don't know. It's mad. Having said that, though, I, you know, I don't want to be unfair. 20 years ago, I had a bloody excellent time there on my bike in New Zealand. Very good, very good, nice people. Country people are very nice. Sprinting away. Uh, on various bike, misdeeds yeah. on the pushy. Call that sprint, can't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, had to, I did have to actually sprint away from some trouble uh, one night. but um, I thought the idea of a, a sprint leg in a bike race was fun until my father-in-law told me a sprint is like 45K or something, or 50K. Oh. How the fuck is that a sprint? Not in the tour, it's not. They're about 70-odd. Isn't it? Yeah, they are fucking flying. Oh, yeah, there you go. That um, yeah, the peloton Sprint. waits for no man. <laughs> they can get up to yeah about seventy odd, and then downhills much more, obviously. But yeah, on the flat, absolutely Jesus. terrifying being in that. I reckon. Oh no no no! I mean the not the speed, the distance. Oh okay, yeah, a sprint like a yeah yeah. Okay. A sprint to me is fucking fanging down the shops for a cornetto and getting meters. back while the ads are still on. Yeah, that's a bike sprint. Let the bike park itself. Yeah. Get in. <laughs> Ghost ride the whip. Yeah. Uh, our, our hero today, though, mate, is none other than Brendan Matthew Hetherington, 44 years old. I've, and I cannot, cannot find this bastard. And fuck, I looked. Is he white collar or the like roughest blue collar? They're the only two that are. They're the ones without a trace on the internet, you reckon? Some are yeah. paying to be traceless and others just aren't, aren't there. No interest. Uh, you wouldn't meet too many 44-year-olds, 50 by now, who don't stray onto Facebook and what have never, you know, I don't know, maybe yeah. good on him. 
Um, I ended up looking at some bizarre people uh, and their social media photos, half intrigued, half terrified I'd accidentally like one <laughs> and have to explain why I did. I was looking, yeah, you, you know, you go on that, you go, who's, who's oh. this guy's friends? Maybe I'll find something out there. Then you end up, it's a bad time. A couple You're of hours later, deep. still doing it. There are a bunch of Brendan Hetherington's, but this particular one's gone underground. Maybe literally, possible to know. Um, his middle name, I thought this might get him. It's 1T Matthew, which is something I've personally never supported. Oh. Um, absolutely zero social media presence. He's about 52 now and that's it. Maybe he's changed his name, which makes things difficult. Fuck, I'm looking forward to this story. If he's, he's gone this far. Yeah, I don't know. Well, maybe people get embarrassed and change their name. I reckon, I reckon they change your name practice. I've been told that'll be very much more widely used to change your identity due to too much uh, online stuff about you when prospective employers head straight to Google. See how much drunken assaulting, picket holding in street marches in Melbourne and blackface you've been up to. <laughs> so you can't get a fucking job. Have you, have you copped anything from your kids yet? Because my kids don't care now. They're only, you know, four and two. But have you got any, hey, Dad, my friend told me you said this on a show or? Um, no, but. They've, they know that their friends have looked me up and stuff. It's a bit less prevalent uh, with the French community. They don't care so much about, oh, I mean, maybe they care about their own maybe, but I don't, I never, it never makes its way back to me. There's you don't no, cross over. Yeah. No, it's quite handy actually. There's no tabloid bullshit about me anyway. I'm not, you know. I just realized my special uh, Live at the Corner Hotel dropping very shortly and mm. uh, I realized there's a bit about it just, um, People getting everything right in the lead up to having a child and then naming the kid Caden. Yeah. I'm like, fuck, my kid starts school next year. There's a good chance that there could be three or four Cadens in his class. Yeah. How far into the special is it? Because <laughs> oh, Caden's parents are not going <laughs> to watch. If it's in the first minute, maybe you'll get bashed. <laughs> do, you think, do you think that's what it is? You got to put it past the anyone with a kid called Caden is not sitting through an hour of stand up. I can tell you that yeah, right great. now. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely not. I think it is like 20, 25 minute mark. Good to go. Yeah. I mean, people, <laughs> most people have a fairly good sense of you. Well, well, we've met listeners. Listeners, I've, I've met people who call Jaden. They come up and identify yeah. themselves, have a laugh. If we're yep. giving Jaden shit, whatever. Um. He was uh, he's flying to Wellington from Sydney, Sydney International Airport. This will uh, this bit of, bit of tidbit. It seems to encourage plane spotters. Uh-huh. Their website states, and I quote: "The range of great vantage points for aviation enthusiasts around our airport. Shep's Mound even has a car park, and you can sit virtually underneath the ATC tower." I reckon this is a case of get those fucking weirdos on camera, will you? And look into their backgrounds. <laughs> Keep them where we can see them. Do you think there's an old school detective walking around with a little, little notepad just taking down license plates? Probably, yeah. Or there'd yeah. be a camera doing that job on your way into the – yeah. If you're an avid plane spotter, someone should be probably keeping an eye on you. There used to be uh, – I don't know if it's still there, but at Melbourne there used to be like an ice cream and coffee van. There's, I think in Sydney there is a refreshments yeah. thing at one of these joints for the enthusiasts. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I, I went to seaplanes during COVID twenty twenty in Brisbane, just bored one day, and my four year old was just turned two. Yep. Just one of those days where he's fucking had it. And I go, I'll get him out of the house, mate. Let's go and look at planes. And I, we weren't there long enough to get parched. Yeah, 
you know? Well, I think enthusiasts are. Now, I'll tell you what the coffee cart wouldn't have is those trays where you need to carry more than one cup. <laughs> It'd be just single cups, extra large. So, yeah. It's a lot of $4.50 transactions. Just yeah. the one coffee, thanks. Oh, for sure. <laughs> no two-for-one combos? No, nah, there'd be nothing else going on. Um, anyway, Brendan got on the plane, proceeded to get grossly intoxicated, is the uh, the quote. Uh when, when the lights came on for passengers to return to their seats, so this is a couple of hours in. It's only a few hours, that flight. Yeah. Um, Brendan refused to sit and became disruptive. He uh, refused to return to his assigned seat and began yelling abuse at cabin crew and passengers. No details. We've got to speculate. There's fucking, I tell you what, this is a bit of a stretch, this story. We're going to have to speculate a few things, not a lot of details. I'm assuming something along the lines of, you know, Kiora, fuck you. I don't know what he's saying to people. <laughs> well, I'm speculating he's turned up half cut because it would be quite an effort to get that maggot. For sure. You know, it takes half an hour to get into your bloodstream. Yeah. The plane's not, you know, you're not getting a drink until half an hour into the flight. Yeah, they're not feeding you a full bottle or something on a yeah. couple-hour flight. Uh, even after he returned to his seat, Brendan's foul-mouthed tirade continued and the whole plane could hear him, children included. Oh, no, not the children. So, yeah, I'm, I'm assuming wankers or something along those lines. Uh, <laughs> one such article noted helpfully that the plane was, and I quote, chock full of holidaymakers, <laughs> including children, business people, and other travellers. Just to okay. give the reader yeah. a snapshot of what travelling actually is. <laughs> hey, they've described almost every flight. Uh, yeah. Holidaymakers and business people. And children. Imagine calling yeah. yourself a journalist and writing a sentence like that, chock full, like it's a fucking Snickers bar for starters, <laughs> and then just stating some actual facts about what p- commercial planes do. Well, it really is just, honestly, modern journalism is all about the word yeah. count, isn't it? It's embarrassing. On this flight, Qantas had fucking rammed them in. Yeah. <laughs> the bastards had had their results. <laughs> and then uh, somebody bloody kicked off, didn't they? Everyone, everyone's got a laptop that making them a journalist, don't they? Camera, making them photographers. Do you reckon if everyone, if we gave everyone, if I've, I've talked to you or someone about if we gave everyone a hammer, you reckon they'd start building stuff? I don't reckon. Too hard. Everyone <laughs> just take photos of their hammers and write poems about what hammers mean to them. Get that out into the world. That'd be their contribution. As it stands, everyone's a writer and a photographer. Not on. By the way, it was uh, Father's Day yesterday and I think I may have done the first proper dad move on a Father's Day. Mm. I don't know what you think of this. The kids got me a few blocks of chocolate. They went for a nap. I'd already had a pub meal and a pint, so we all get home. They go down for a nap. I eat a block of chocolate. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Chocolate. Wanna fucking kill myself? Yeah. So I just mowed the back lawn. Great. Just sweating out chocolate and beers. Is that a good Well, yeah. Felt felt horrendous the I whole mean, time. And the backyard's not that big. In some circles, that whole thing would be called toxic. You're just a, <laughs> just a bloke living life, 
getting shit done on your terms. <laughs> toxic. That is toxic. Doing all the chores. Well, what's, what are you sweating out is? The rest of it, leave the word alone. The crew politely asked Brendan to calm down, but he ignored them. Uh, they're really towing the company line here. They say, oh, we asked him politely to stop multiple times before bashing him. They didn't say that, but that's what they do, <laughs> don't they? That's what the filth yeah. say. They have to say that to absolve themselves of any wrongdoing yeah. when they've laid out a mental with a butter knife. <laughs> he was waving a, a weapon at us. Was it a weapon? Yeah. So we killed him. <laughs> the 94-year-old woman in the nursing home. Oh, goodness. Had a knife. Yeah. That does stick out. Quite recent. <laughs> uh, could, yeah. Couldn't have looked nerdier. Couldn't have looked less like a bloke that should have a taser. Oh, man. Yeah. He, um, he had the, that bloke had the, uh, I'll show you. Yeah. About him when he joined the police force. Maybe he's an equal rights activist. If this was a <laughs> big young bloke, I'd taser him. Why not? 94 <laughs> year old woman. The captain ordered Brendan to be restrained. Oh, by the way, sorry. Sorry. If he uses that as the defense and gets off, that would be the best. It'd be. I'm an equal opportunity taserer. <laughs> crescendo of our times, wouldn't it? Well, he's got us there. Yeah. <laughs> the elderly and elderly women in particular are capable of anything. Anything you can do. Everyone thing. can do everything. Yeah. Except apparently withstand a fucking few hundred volts. <laughs> uh, the captain asked for him to be restrained. It sounds like he or she. Nick is sitting up there in the cockpit like Lord Muck, afraid to get their hands dirty, stroking a cat maybe. Olden days. By the way, ca- captains of anything. You say or she? Mm. Our mate Hannah, who is a uh, pilot, yep. of um, a European airline, sent us a thing about. I had no idea about this. She said, "Keep an eye out for pilots that wear long sleeves." Oh, they're sus. They're sus, are they? Yeah, some pilot cracked the shits in the news a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. She said, as soon as I clocked the long sleeves, I knew yeah. he's a wrong one. <laughs> Is it covering tats or you think there's something sneakier going on? She, I don't know. She said, yeah. it's just not a good look. And she brought it up on a flight in the cockpit and the her first officer said, well, I wear long sleeves. What's wrong with that? Now she doesn't know if she should work with him again. All right. Well, yeah. <laughs> first things things are generally correct. Run, Hannah. Get out of there. Get another job. Uh, like olden days captains, they used to love getting in. They'd just tell a junior to take the wheel and I'll go and sort Have this out. Up. Well, that's what oh, I'm, you mean just go fight? Yeah. To do anything. Like I'll sort this out. Dads used to ask a small child to take the wheel when he wanted to light a dart, roll roll one, yeah. and uh, open the toolie in between his knees. Yeah. I'd be, I used to take the wheel for things like that. Yeah. Um, I've got great memories of holding on so dad could roll a, yeah. roll a dart. Bit of drum tobacco there in the in the lap. Arguably far safer to have a single digit child uh, steering a car than like the elbows on the wheel trying to roll your dart on the dashboard. Hundred um, percent. Another people worry now too many kids have ADD or whatever. Watch them focus. Yeah, get them to drive when the they've car, got to control a vehicle that they yeah. didn't know they were going to be required to control, doing hundred k an hour and change gears. Um, like a co-pilot, they can handle things for a couple of minutes while you go off bashing an unruly passenger. If for nothing else, it's just a variety. And to show that you're the one in charge. Well, it used to be up to the the person in charge to go and sort shit like that out. I think, though, some of those pilots on those short, like that may not 
be their only flight of the day. It's not long enough for the one flight, so you don't want to be covered in blood and have to do another. Well, you know. Surely there's a spare shirt on board somewhere. Maybe a long sleeve somewhere in the, <laughs> that no one wants to touch. Maybe a, a smock like my two-year-old's got on now at dinner time. Maybe there's a fight smock. What do you? He puts a smock on, does he? Yeah, like a little plastic. You put the you put oh, the, the arms in. Yeah. It's got a little pocket. Oh, the arms go through. Jesus Christ! Well, like kids yeah. painting with a back-to-front jacket. Yeah, yeah, but and it's got a little. Um, it's got a little pocket at the front because he's insisting on using full-size cutlery, three-quarters of the pastas ending up in there. Yeah, okay. And then he's very happy to find it afterwards. Yeah. He's still got a whole meal. Yeah, nice. It's just a jacket that does up at the back, is it? Plastic? Yeah. Like painters Yeah, have. just a little, just a little uh, button, button at the back. Okay. Like those ones that people put on their dogs when they make those hilarious videos <laughs> of their dogs eating with their hands. Um. You wouldn't be far off that, I wouldn't think. <laughs> the um, cabin crew had to be assisted by passengers to restrain Brendan by placing handcuffs on him. Oh, yes, please. You're always in an aisle seat, surely. Yep. Like, you know, can we get some help, please? Already here. Been doing some neck stretches <laughs> since we took off. I clocked the bastard. Just be, you should be ready in case my services are required. Would you, you wouldn't have to be, wait to be asked, would you? That, absolutely not. I wonder how far you can go with that. If the crew asks you to help, can you just fucking oh, lay someone out, smash them and knock out a few teeth? Yeah. And then say, whispered to me, Allah Akbar. That's what yeah. he whispered in my ear. <laughs> case, case closed. Medal of Valor. <laughs> you and Ben Robert Smith. Straight, get some medals. But you could, like you could feasibly say, I thought that's what they meant when they asked for help. Whenever anyone asked me for help, I just belt fuck out of their enemy. <laughs> Trying to belt the black dog out of him. Oh, yeah. The black dog had him. <laughs> I'd put a finger up the black dog's asshole. Oh, yeah. So it would. <laughs> Coincidentally, it was also group. Brendan's asshole. <laughs> um, he remained in his seat, overseen by passengers and crew. He continued to verbally abuse one of the passengers that was, in quotes, caring for him throughout the trip. So he's on his own, but someone else is caring for him. And caring, oh. I think, means a bit of, you know. Oh, no. A few rib shots and what have you while you're next to him. Um, again, no witness statements to the media, no bloggers on board. We're left to guess. So it's probably, you know, something to the tune of, you keep looking at me like that and I'm going to insert this jandal in your bottom, something like that. <laughs> Brendan's hurling abuse at, at a plane stacked chock full of children. Do you think that's an early call over the intercom? Hey, everyone, phones down. What? If, if we all have put phones away. We can kick off here. Yeah. But it requires a team effort. There's, there's always some dobbo who wants a souvenir, wants to yeah. you know, be a hero later on online. No, they they, you can't get they just get bashed on the flight. They bash them and then blame it on Brendan. Yeah. <laughs> Bloke with the phone out, bash him, drag yeah. him, put him you under Brendan's snitchy. body. <laughs> yeah. Brendan, Brendan knocked him out. That's why we had to get Brendan. Just bash the snitches with Brendan. <laughs> Use Brendan as a battering ram for anyone snitching. Their little video would just be Brendan's shoes just coming at the camera hard. Uh, when they landed, Brendan's status was uh, changed. Status arrested. Brendan told the police, couldn't remember a thing that happened, nothing. Uh, they said once he was sober, he was very apologetic. Hmm. They all are. Brendan proceeded to plead guilty for the charge of offensive behaviour. I like that. And, uh, yeah. 
what we're looking at here. Yeah, not bad. Stick your hand up, mate. Hold on. Is this one of the rare cases of, yeah, I did it? Sorry, everyone. Incredibly rare. Yes. Wow. Uh, Brendan. Nice work. The lawyer started to jump in. Go, hang on, Brendan. I'll take it from here. Defence lawyer John Miller said Brendan had been on medication for depression (sighs) that did not mix with alcohol and had been through a traumatic family separation. So hold your horses. His or just his mate, his brother got divorced or something? Family separation. I don't know. Maybe his brother Uh, went on a trip, a little tiki tour. I don't know, and he misses him. Uh, New Zealand, I'll tell you what, I was looking at divorce rates. Um, What do you think? Highest divorce rate in the world. $100 coming your way if you get this cold, crisp avocado coming your way. Highest in the world. Highest in the world. All right. Well, it's not going to be one of the ones. I'm going to say. It's surprising. I'm going to say Netherlands. No. It is the Maldives. Ah, fuck you. Only 100 for that? Jesus. Well, you never know. I thought you'd pick something obscure. <laughs> I would have given you if you got number two or three, Guam and Russia. <laughs> oh, man. That trifecta is paying heaps. Yeah. you. That is, that'd be millions, <laughs> I reckon. Sorted. Lowest rate of divorce worldwide, Vietnam, followed by Sri Lanka and Peru. Mm-hmm. Uh, New Zealand, just plodding along in the middle there, typically. Number 82 on the charts. <laughs> Whereas Australia, on the other hand... Uh, Number 35, have that, you smug Kiwis. Brendan was sentenced to nine months supervision, including alcohol and drug counselling. Pretty much like detention for a child, isn't it? That's bugger all. Yeah. Next to nothing. If anything, community service stuff. Have you thought about having some counselling in your life? I have before. (laughs) I could never afford it until I went and did something stupid and then it was free. Again, uh, I got to I got to witness a court case recently where someone got a bit of um, psychologist psychologist visits were included in the community service hours, Sweet. which I was torn which I was torn on because I think it probably is good. It's mm. probably better for the community for that person to get some mental yeah. help than it is them picking up rubbish. But maybe on top of picking up papers on the highway, <laughs> you could yeah. add that on top and go. Well, not optional, but it's not exactly cleaning up the yeah. town, is it? Yeah. Uh, he was also charged $1,100 by the Kiwi dollars, though, so not much, uh, by the Civil Aviation Authority and banned from flying with Qantas for five years. Big whoop. Yeah. Some of that was COVID, no? Uh, for five years. Well, 2015 yeah. would have just yeah. clocked in, yeah. Civil Aviation Authority figures show just three people were fined for boarding an aircraft when intoxicated in 2015. 11 were fined for becoming intoxicated during a flight. Well, that's, that has really turned around since then, hasn't it? Like as a species, <laughs> we have out. excelled since 2015 <laughs> in that. It is like thousands of percent increase. <laughs> Some, uh, it's quite incredible. Yeah. I mean, a couple of couple of factual fines were listed at the bottom of some of the articles about Brendan. Uh, you want to guess some of these? I'll give you 10% of the highest fine you get right, but you have to All get right. five of them right. right? Oh, I'm not just giving yeah. money away here. Well, I am. <laughs> Obviously. It's, it's, like technically it is a money giveaway. You've got to keep up your end of the bargain. So boarding an aircraft when intoxicated, what's the fine? Uh, well, you haven't done anything on board. You've just turned up drunk. So I'm going to say... 
$450. No, $1,000. Oh. Uh, five to oh, go. You've got to get all of them right. You are behind the eight ball yeah. here, buddy. <laughs> Becoming intoxicated. They're all round numbers. They're all in the yeah. all end in zero zero. Yep. Be- becoming intoxicated on an aircraft. Some would say not your fault. The flight attendant should have done their RSA. But I'm going to mm. say uh, twenty three hundred dollars. No, they're all under a thousand. I'll tell you that. It's oh, all guess. under a thousand. Fuck. All right. Jesus. Well, Seven hundred dollars. Oh no. Six hundred. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just playing for pride. Yep. Oh, no, still give you a fiver if you get the remaining four correct. <laughs> Operating a portable electronic device, uh, device on board an aircraft in breach of the rules. How many oh, hundred? It's at 200. Nah, 500. You're down to. Fuck off. So hold on. Using a phone while the plane's taxiing. Mm-hmm. 500. Is only $100 less than getting maggot on board. Yeah. Who's Although, not getting maggot? What goes with the maggot? That's what causes your problems. Ah, oh, yeah. That's where it starts adding up. I mean, technically, you're not maggot if you're just behaving yourself. No such yeah. thing as yeah, maggot. Yeah, that's true. Is there? <laughs> I've never been maggot if that's the case. <laughs> I've never gone out and just started bashing or swearing yeah. at kids or something. Uh, okay, you don't that, treat- <laughs> that would be funny when the doctor goes, sorry, mate, you've got a fatty liver. Um, you're gonna, you've been drinking too much. You go, what? I've never I've, been yeah. drunk. Yeah. <laughs> The parameters have changed, Doc. I think you'll find. <laughs> Is it the kebabs, the 3M kebabs that have done this? Uh, mate, you are down to $3 here. You need the next three correct. Op, um, what have we got? Uh, failing to comply with an instruction given by crew members to oh. occupy a seat and fasten your seatbelt. I'll, I'll ramp this up. This will be 900 Nah, 500 Oh, that, yeah. Still, shop, still yeah. $2 up for grabs here. Um, Man, smoking. this is bullshit. This is like the price is right when the fucking <laughs> the washing machine costs less than the toaster. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I, should have done, I should have conducted it like that, <laughs> up and down, put them all in order. That would have been better. Well, next time, next time there's a bunch of fines, we're doing the price is right. This price is right still exists. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it does. I think Drew Carey's the host in America. Okay. I don't know if it's on here anymore. Yeah, right. And they just whack it for Falcon in there to fuck everyone up. 72 inch for Falcon. <laughs> and then there's like a, a mini iPod. Yeah, well, for Falcons, <laughs> 30 bucks. iPod, 300, sucked in. Um, smoking when instructed not to smoke. How much are we looking at? Oh, it's got, it's got to be hot. I'm going to say 700. 500. Fuck me. Still a cool round gold coin coming your way for the very last one, <laughs> if you get it correct. Carrying. Carrying dangerous goods. You know what? I'm going to go against what I think. I'm going to say 300. Nah, 500. Don't say 500. Fuck <laughs> you. That was there for the taking. No one to blame yeah. there, but Nicholas J. Cody for not picking up that dollar at the end there. I think I brought, brought this up ages ago when there was a similar thing. There was a UFC fight that ended when the fighter hit his opponent with four straight left uppercuts. Yeah, right. Oh, it's like black versus red, isn't it? And the, the second one, the guy looks at him like as if he's going to do that again, hits him with the third and then hits him with the fourth. It's just a – yeah, it's, it's very brazen. Did he afterwards say, no, nah, the fifth one was going to be something different? <laughs> like paper, scissors, rock, but more violent. If you could have held it together. Um, Brendan's defence lawyer, John Miller, he's got his own law firm in New Zealand, JM Law, and is the leading firm for accident compensation. 
They don't seem to, right. from my experience, they don't do billboard law too much in that joint. From what I can gather, they're still trying to keep it real. No. Uh, pass a lot of my lot of billboards in my travels, and I don't recall any lawyers on them. Agricultural products and beer mainly. <laughs> JM Law, very scenic homepage. Looks like one of those ones that I would have made on a website builder. You know that. Yeah, great. GeoCities or Angel Fire or something. I still really prevalent in this style of website where there's a blue sky, rolling green hills, yeah, computer generated fake landscape on the home page of a law firm's website, fooling you into thinking, oh, greener pastures coming my way. Oh, I'm having having a look right now. New Zealand's leading accident compensation specialists. Mm, looks good, doesn't it? Right. Miller's come all the way from Edinburgh to Hawke's Bay for his tree change. So I would yeah. too. You see yourself back at Edinburgh anytime soon? I was thinking about this the other day. You're, uh, Edinburgh? Absolutely yeah, Edinburgh. not. I was there for um, Daniel Sloss's wedding a few months ago. Yeah. Now made part free band and I walked around the city for a full day mm. after the wedding and I thought, oh, I'm all right. Yeah. Did it three or four years in a row. Oof. Not for this guy. Happy to go back. Mate, hopefully we can go over with the pod. I'd do that. I'd do that but not go to Edinburgh. Just go to an outer suburb or something. No, no, no. I'd go into Edinburgh one night, do the pod. Not during the fucking fringe, we won't. Absolutely not. Yeah, okay. Well, yes, in that case, I can go there. Uh, Judge Barbara Morris was not against stating the obvious too, for the record. She's like a like a New Zealand journalist. She said, when someone is that far above the ground with that number of people on board, it is very difficult and dangerous to be grossly intoxicated on board and difficult for staff to handle. So yeah, makes me think do. about the literacy level required <laughs> of a Kiwi judge. Quite malleable. Hey, are you worried at all about the management at JM Law? It's John Miller, Jonathan Miller, Donovan Miller. Now, is that a is this a father-son thing? Or yeah, I'd say so. Is it you better be a fucking Miller? Otherwise, you're not, you're not getting partner. Oh, it might be brothers. I don't know. I didn't look too hard into John Miller. So. Oh, there's a Dylan Miller who's an advocate. He's just in the solicitors. Dylan Slowly Miller. working his way up. Yeah. Well, he's obviously younger. You don't get Dylan's above about 45, nah. I reckon now. Yeah, he'd. Be, he, I reckon he'd be mid-40s. Picture of him. Yeah, there's Dylan's. Hmm. Far more common. Uh, younger. Hmm. Yeah, there's Dylan's. They're older than Jaden's, but um, <laughs> and Jaden's are older than Caden's. So... Uh, Barbara Morris, whose name on LinkedIn is Barbara Barbara Morris, uh, likes to cut, take a community approach when it comes to, which roughly translates as soft on crime. Yeah. Um, get these people the help they need. It's a revolving door, revolving door, that sort of thing. In in May of this very year that we're in right now, Barbara didn't send a prolific shoplifter to jail. The um, the pregnant mother of six. Oof. Well, that's fair. Of, avoided the big house by saying to the court she's ready to turn her life around. So that's all it takes. Um, See, that's one where it's not that I'm actually, I'm fine with that. Yeah, me too. Who's going to get upset about that? Well, probably the shops. Um, Mine's, but <laughs> yeah, but that's a write-off. Oh, okay. It's, um, Victimless. You know, yeah. to me, it's more the, the drink drivers and the bashers. You know, yeah. I'm turning my life around then they get out and do it again. For sure. And they go, actually, this time, I'm fixing everything. Yeah. Well, you Again, got to make, actually, make sure you do. Dad left when I was little. Again. 
the um the catalyst for this for this uh, shoplifter was she said that her parents aren't getting any younger. You got to think about them <laughs> when you punish me for bulk shoplifting. They're the ones who have to bring up the children. Do you hate children? Yeah, that sort of defence. Um, well, if that's a yes, put me in jail. Barbara, Barbara agreed. Do it for your tamariki, which is your cuds over there. <laughs> um, on the other hand, a uh, a truck driver who led police on a ninety minute low speed car chase even after driving over road spikes and having all four tyres deflated and ramming a couple of squad cars. Uh, and while he's at it, he was texting mates to let them know what he's up to. Great. I also, sorry, when you said this, when you said he ran over road spikes, yeah. I thought he was going so slow that he could run them over and it, and they it didn't pop the tyres. Just, like just a, roll over it, yeah. Like a Tony Robbins hot coals. Yeah. Like <laughs> Your those. feet won't burn if you relax. Like those irredeemable Bevans who have to go a little bit sideways in their utes over speed bumps. Oh. <laughs> Negating the purpose of a ute in the first place, but yeah, real low. No, he, no, he did pop them. I had an Uber driver the other day, Toyota Camry, that did that coming up to where I was. Mm. And I'm looking at the car going, oh, he doesn't know he doesn't need to do this. Or was this it vehicle? Not, it wasn't a lowered Camry. It was just not at all. It was just a fucking Camry. Line. Camry. Brilliant. I think maybe he's had a WRX his whole life, and he's grabbed this yeah. for the <laughs> grabbed this for the work vehicle. <laughs> I tell you what, New Zealand old habits the, die hard. The that is home of the boy racer in uh, really? Auckland. You will see a lot of uh, heaps of that around uh, around Auckland. Yeah, the long white exhaust cloud. Yeah, um, while this guy was was driving along with four spike tyres and texting his mates. He was also waving at bystanders as a bit of a lark. <laughs> That's one of my favourite things. When someone's getting done, well, they still wave and you might as well have a good time. It's coming oh, for sure. And, and end real soon. This has got that Kiwi Highway Patrol show written all over it. Yeah. No, nah, bro, real... you actually blew 0.28. It's like, oh, no. That's <laughs> yeah, bros. TV. Yeah. <laughs> I told you I saw it's one so... of them. Where they they get in the car and go, oh, I didn't think today when I woke up that I'd be getting a ride in a, a Commodore Statesman or what it, like reeling off the Great. Yeah, mate. It's not a good thing getting a ride yeah. in a cool car. You're not three. No, uh, you actually can't rob a bank, eh? Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> They're immediately contrite. I'll give them that. There was um that Coast Watch one was a good one too. They'd just be spying on people, okay. putting abalone under the bonnet. Getting that was. <laughs> That was pretty every every story the same. It's like yeah. those, those um beach ones we have here. You know, oh yeah. Dress, dress it up all you like, mate. It's the same <laughs> thing every fucking time. Arguably, people getting pissed on planes is actually the same thing every time. You've got to think outside the box. Um this guy, uh, he got done obviously. Barbara Barbara made him do two years in the clink for his slow speed joyride. Oh Jesus. I think that's a bit much. Um yeah. Committed the ultimate sin and uh, didn't have any tamariki. He was he was single and young. This uh, guy, so I won't. So yeah, childless adults probably should just be in jail anyway for nothing else, just to show them that life's hard. <laughs> got, no, I did just do two years. It's like the you know, they got rid of army service. About about thirty five, maybe forty at a, at a pinch. No, kid. Yeah. all right, two years jail. You got to figure out. There you go. Life's harder for other people. You need to know about it. Um, outside court. Brendan was philosophical about the whole thing. 
He said, and I quote, it was just a really stupid mistake. That's all we get out oh. of Brendan. That's, yeah, great. That's as untraceable. They've never heard from him since. So They're not even close to what Americans pull off, you know, when they're being interviewed. And No. Americans are much better at the soundbite. Like even well, the pregnant woman with the six kids, yeah. the, my parents are getting older. Mm. Yep, it's how time works. So are you. So are yeah, the kids. Yep. So is the unborn one. I mean, there is We're a good reason older. that Americans, like they are born TV ready. <laughs> Just ready for And that's why they feature so strongly on things like this podcast because they are, they're providing good, good content. Say what you want about them, but it's always pretty good content from yeah. America. They don't fucking hold back. But anyway, Brendan's made a mistake. We all make them, Brendan. We've got to think of the Tamariki at all times. Unless mistakes will get made. I believe the Tamariki of the future, Brennan. So he's um makes you think, doesn't it? Well, my Tamariki are fucking kicking off in the background. Yeah. It's seven PM. I gotta go feed my Tamariki. <laughs> and by that I mean myself. Um mate, that's Brendan. He's disappeared. He might as well be in a dictatorship country where they bury people like this immediately, because you know, as far as we're concerned, he's gone. Disappeared. Off the face. If anyone knows Brendan. Get in touch. Hope you're right, mate. Yeah. Hope you're doing well, Brendan. Uh, hey, this weekend, September 9, Sydney. We're in town at Kinsella's. 2 p.m., 4 p.m. 4 p.m. is sold out. few tickets left for the 2 p.m. And then a stand-up show at 7. And then next month, October, October 13, back to the Apple Isle. Hobart, live mid-flight brawl Friday, October 13, 5.30 p.m. at Hobart Brewing Co. Followed by a couple of stand-up shows as well. Nice. Can't wait. Love it down there. All right, mate. I'll bit a bit off. All right. I shall speak to you later. See you, mate. All right. Thanks for tuning in to Mid-Air Brawl. This is our very first episode. Heggy, you're already shaking your head. It's mid-flight brawl, dickhead. Oh, fucking hell. Okay, ready to go. The clap. Hang on. Sorry, I fucked it. Clap. 